Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. This is a Lip Media Podcast. Welcome to The Gays Are Revolting, your definitive weekly news source for contemporary gays. We put the G in LGBTQIA+, and we're here to help you be the best G you can be. Subscribe, rate, and review on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts from. Follow us on social media at Gays Revolting at Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Welcome back, everybody. <laughs> How are you? Good. We have our regular hosts with us this week. We have Kyle, oh the VM version of the Gays Are Revolting. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, and we also have Darling Thomas, our favourite drunk auntie at the barbecue. <laughs> Hello, Darling. How, How are you? Good. We also have Luke, our equal opportunist. <laughs> <laughs> Opportunist is definitely the right word, yeah. And of course, myself, Mikey. Hi, guys. Oh. <laughs> Hello, darling. How are you? Good. How's everyone's week been? Really good. Yeah. I did a country escape. Oh. I got out of the city. Which country? <laughs> oh, no. Yeah, how do you say it? Like a sea change thing. Oh. I booked like oh. an Airbnb just so I could masturbate somewhere differently. Yeah. You know, you got to so. change up the scenery. Like, <laughs> yeah. Also, you, keep um, it fresh. you go to a new town, you go on Grinder. you're fresh meat. Yeah. 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 That's Luckily, it. no, unfortunately, out in the country, there were like five other homosexual men. Yeah. And there were only two Uber drivers who had to take yeah. me everywhere because I don't to drive. To all five of those houses. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. But it was very refreshing. I feel really good. Oh, good. good on you. That's nice. uh, my Uber driver on the way here had to specify that he wasn't a gay. <laughs> he was telling what? me a story about how like, all, like these drunk women crack onto him and everything. He's like, don't worry, I'm not a gay. I'm like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> like me, <neither>, definitely. <laughs> I actually had. Sorry, can I tell a really stupid story? Yeah, is it Uber related because <laughs> yes. you have all the Uber stories. You it's need to release Uber a book related. about Uber. I got an Uber home, and I think it was from here. And they <laughs> okay. were taking me home because it was quite late. He asked like what I did for work, and I said I worked at a psychology practice. And he was like, "Great, maybe you can help me." And I was like, "No, <laughs> no I definitely geez. cannot. Do not have time for that. <laughs> Potentially the opposite." And he's like, "No, I really need help with like just this awful habit I have." And I was like, "Oh yeah, I know some stuff mm. about habits. What is it?" And he said, "I masturbate all mm. the time." Oh. All the time. And I said, oh, what have you tried doing? He said, I changed the Wi-Fi password, but then I just started looking at it on my phone. I bet with my best friend that I would give him $50 every time I masturbated and I lost $450. Oh, my 
gosh. But he changed the Wi-Fi password so he he would know the Wi-Fi password. Oh, not change the Wi-Fi password. He like blocked. Oh, okay. Red I was like, like oh. he like went in and did yeah. some DNS. Yeah. Right. I asked him like, how many times are we talking here? Because you know, once or twice a day is pretty normal. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's like looked down. And no, he was like <laughs> seven to eight times. Oh, wow. And then this is how we managed to fit it in because he was like, I have to admit, what I often do is I switch Uber off, pull over. <gasps> oh, and my then goodness. I just, so you just like start bust one out in the car. Oh, and you're just looking at your gosh. seating like. <laughs> I literally asked him, I said, am I sitting in it? I just need to know. Am I pregnant yeah. right now? Oh, here's a question then. Oh. And I'm looking at you like, has anyone ever hooked up with an Uber driver or a taxi driver? Or, or? I've hooked nah. up with more Uber drivers than. <laughs> really? You have? <laughs> yeah. Oh, bless. Wait, nah. like an Uber driver that you had met while you were in a ride? Yeah, I don't mean or just like people you, that yeah. drive no, I mean, Uber like that you knew you a list and you start. <laughs> One time I left my wallet in an Uber on purpose so they had to come back to my house to give it back to me. Were they really uh, attractive? They were attractive enough. Enough. <laughs> yeah. oh, okay. it this is the only downside to, you know, the Uber driver doesn't really get a choice of who they go to pick up. Whereas in yeah. the old days, like if you didn't pick up at the peel, you go to the taxi rank outside the peel and you just sort of walk around looking for a cute taxi driver. Because <laughs> they're waiting at the peel. Is that a thing? Yeah. They're waiting at the peel for a reason. Yeah, yeah I had yeah, so yeah. many wristies with ta- taxi drivers. Good I Lord. once had full-blown sex in the back of a taxi with a taxi driver. Oh, my driver. God. <laughs> yeah. That's amazing. And yeah, it was all yellow. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so i thought it'd be tough to get through this episode without talking about the second biggest spill in australian history since tom's trip to bali Episode one of Gays Are Revolting. Oh, did I do that in the uh, first episode? Gosh, I'm tragic, yeah. aren't I? Hashtag lip spill. <laughs> lip spill. So basically, our political system is completely fucked and <laughs> uh, no one really knows what's going on at the moment. That's right, yeah. And it is changing literally hour by hour. So in between us having a drink. This whole conversation might be irrelevant this, by the yeah. time. And by the time you listen to this episode on Sunday, it will probably be a completely different story. But for our international listeners or people that aren't up to date. They're avidly following yeah. Australia. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, basically what happens is Australia has this cute little tradition where our leaders just sort of play musical chairs every yeah. couple of years. And we change prime ministers. It's Prime Minister of the Month. Yeah. yeah, so what's happened is there's been a sort of, oh, how would you put it? I guess it's a like leadership, leadership challenge, challenge, challenge yeah, yeah. between our current Prime Minister, Malcolm Turnbull, and the Minister for Immigration, mm. Peter Dutton. Potato Man. Potato oh, Man, yes. <laughs> Dutton actually lost the challenge when mm. that happened, I think, on Tuesday, Tuesday yeah. this week. Yeah. But only by a few <laughs> votes. It was yeah. only so like was, 10 votes. I think it was seven. Was it was it? real okay. close. Yeah, less embarrassing. <laughs> and basically, Basically, what that meant for international listeners or people might mm. think that's a good thing, Malcolm Turnbull won. But what it actually meant is he does not have a safe spot no, whatsoever. No, no, no. And Dutton has announced already plans to repeat this leadership mm. challenge yeah, yeah. probably by tomorrow. Yeah. And it gives Dutton more time to basically gain support yeah. within That's right, the yeah. House, which is what Malcolm Turnbull tried to avoid happening yeah. because he called the vote himself yeah. originally. Yeah. So it's more complicated than House of Cards. Although I would say that now <laughs> Turnbull is trying to stretch it out. So he did his speech today. Yes. And I think he's now, now that yeah. Scott Morrison is running and now we also know Julie Bishop has just announced that she's oh, also in the running for this yes. vote. 
I think he's now trying to stretch it out so that Morrison or Bishop can try and get some of those votes that Dutton would have gotten. Yeah, which would, yeah. in my opinion, probably be preferable. So, if you're not an avid follower, Peter Dutton is probably would probably be the most conservative Prime Minister Absolutely. we've had. I would say he's actually more <laughs> in- conservative than Tony Abbott. If you're listening to this and he's our new Prime Minister, all hail our new Lord and Saviour. We a potato overlord. He's going to uh, change some laws that's going to be really oh, fucked up. Yeah. No, and definitely. especially coming uh, on Twitter, at least, there's been a lot of posts being like, if you actually care about this mm. and if this is something that you're tweeting about and following yeah. in an entertainment sense, remember how terrifying this is for people of colour. Yeah. 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 Because his track record in terms of- It's a huge part of it, it yeah. Is atrocious. It is. It um, is so depressing that he was the Minister for Immigration, oh. someone who just hates yeah. anyone from another country. Yeah. Like, so Someone's it's, it's kind there. of terrifying. It is terrifying. And the really scary thing about this situation is it's completely out of our control. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's not something we no. as a people get to vote on. It's happening behind closed yeah. doors as well. Yeah, I think and what we also need to make clear as well for like other people in other countries that are listening is mm. that we in Australia vote for a party. We, yes, don't, we don't vote for the leader, for the yeah. leader yes. itself. And that's why this continues to happen. Yeah. Although, I mean, it only had happened a couple of times up until 2000 and <laughs> whatever year it was. <laughs> we did the first one. It's now happened several times yeah. in the last few years. We packed it in. It's like yeah. when you first oh, yeah. come out and then you fuck like 50 guys. Exactly. <laughs> Thank you for bringing it back to a gay topic. I had to prove it yeah. to gay sex somehow. Yeah, I mean, this is the guy that is approving all of the awful stuff that's happening on Nauru yeah. and that sort of thing. He's also refused to, um, when Kevin Rudd did the apology mm-hmm. speech, he boycotted the mm-hmm. apology speech when Kevin Rudd did oh, the did apology he? speech oh. and mm-hmm. didn't, didn't go and sit in Parliament when everyone else was there to obviously oh, celebrate. Wow. I didn't know that. Um, he also voted no and yeah. campaigned for the no in the marriage yeah, yeah. equality But um, then he survey. also said that if it was a like majority yes, that it was still, it was still vote, vote no, no right. regardless. Okay, yeah. And it was oh, just like, what? This is like an incredibly, incredibly <laughs> conservative politician. But in a weird way, I almost hope that he does win this. And oh. wait for it. Um, because yeah. what I see happening here, the Liberal Party is, I mean, the, oh, most of Australian politics is run by rich, old, white men. They're used to having their way. But especially the Liberal Party. It's a very oh, conservative, absolutely. very boys club, very old school kind of party. All day they've been talking about Malcolm being too left wing for the Liberal the Party. Liberal party yeah. I feel like this is them clinging on to the last hope they have of, and they're trying to make their party as right wing as possible because that's yeah. what they think Australia wants. Yeah. I mean, if Dutton does win this, the election's not going to be that far away. No. I mean, well, whoever wins this now yeah. that we're having a change, the election's win. And if they go to the election with Dutton as their leader, it's going to be a huge swing to the Labor Party. Massively. Even right-wing Australians aren't that right-wing anymore. Like, you know, as... Fucked as the next few months will be if he does become prime minister, it might end up being a good thing in the in the long yeah, run. Yeah, it may not be for very long at all. Oh, yeah, That's I just wish that Labor had someone more inspiring than Bill Short. Oh <laughs> my god, yeah, absolutely. I, mean, I want Penny, Penny Wong. Wong. Yeah. <laughs> I want Penny Wong, Wong as prime minister yeah. with uh, the Victorian Premier uh, Daniel Andrews yes, Daniel as Andrews. Uh, deputy prime minister. Oh, it'd be amazing. I found an article of Peter Dunn's tweets where they went through, and he actually tweeted, "Prince Philip is definitely my favourite royal." Oh goodness. <laughs> oh my. <laughs> It was March 13, 2010. Wow. That, that's all the Relevant. tweet said. There was that's no, all it that said. Prince Philip is my favourite. I want to know what Prince Philip said on that day. Something very offensive. Yeah, I kind of hate Australian politics. And I realise mm. how privileged I am to live in this country. It's, it's great living in Australia. <laughs> Australia. And, I, and I love it. That's something I've known from a very young age. Mm. But politically, I've felt incredibly powerless in this yeah. country ever since I learnt what politics were. That said, I've had a guy dump me for not, <laughs> not 
and <laughs> knowing where the Green's office was. Okay, well, <laughs> well, and, yeah, but it yeah. was super hot. I mean, in a way, I'm, when you look at things that are happening in America and stuff, I'm kind of glad that we can get rid of oh, leaders. Yeah. Yeah. Easily, I think we're using yeah. that ability far too freely at the moment and we need yes. to stop yeah. doing that. Like, we need to stick with the leader for a while. But it's good to know that if something happened like what's happening with Trump, that yeah. we can just get rid of the leader without having yeah. to go to civil war. You know? Yeah, yeah, totally. I guess you were too young in South Africa. What yeah. is the political... How old were you when you left South Africa? Okay, I was like 15 or something. Yeah, right. My okay. whole time in South Africa, we had, I think, two presidents. Since I've been in Australia, I can't even like <laughs> count how many like prime ministers there have been. We had, we've had like the same amount of prime ministers. I think when I... <laughs> When I got here, it was, um, <laughs> who's the guy with the eyebrows? John well, Howard. Yeah, that one. Yeah. yeah. And then it's just been constant chaos. Like, yeah. If anyone wants to actually get anything done in this country, they have to be like a prime minister for longer than a week. Uh, they should be focusing on different things. Maybe. Yeah. Look, a lot of it, a lot of it's been also that they haven't had like majority of the house for a yeah. long time. So it's been very much, you know, down to a few seats to either party. Yeah. So no one's had like a huge majority, which then makes every, it, it's difficult to pass any legislation or that sort of yeah. stuff. So in a way, the last election, I was kind of like, I, I hope it just goes majority to one party or the other. Just so we can have a full just, term of someone, and if you, and then you do what you think's right, and if you shit at the end of the four years, yeah. we will vote against you, kind of a thing. Yeah, mm. totally. It's like this is a disgrace that we're at this point again. Yeah, we haven't had a proper government in however bloody long. You guys are fighting amongst each other when we have people who are homeless out in the street. We have people who are from abused house homes who are afraid to go home, and you guys are arguing about this crap. Yeah, and that poor girl in your like, room. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it's hideous. But and they're sitting there arguing. And squabbling yeah, over minor nothing, yeah. nothingness, and yeah. like the Liberal Party keeps saying to Labor, like, "Oh, how are you going to pay for all of these things?" And they're just like, "Well, we're not going to give tax cuts to all the big businesses, yeah. cutting eighty billion dollars worth of taxes. Yeah. How's about use that fund everything we need with education and the health system and fixing what needs to be fixed?" Mm. Well, it's been crazy as well. Is that the media is so influenced by what the Liberal Party is saying that the news that we're getting through Twitter and whatever is, is so inaccurate as well. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, because yeah. what was it last night or the night before? Reports of resignations, people yeah. leaving, yeah. and then retractions of all of them today that we went to bed thinking that half of the house had basically yeah. quit. Someone tweeted today which- something along the lines of, um, so Australian politics mm-hmm. is now being run by text messages to Sky News. Yeah. <laughs> yeah from Parliament House, yeah. But I keep hearing these updates and then thinking, is this even real? Like, I hate to say yeah. it. It's crazy. News, there's a lot of, there's a lot of weird- and praise, <laughs> do not. I just said I was like, bitch. no- but it's true a a lot of this has been about climate change and that sort of thing and uh, and a lot of the hard right um, members in the Natlib party being against the idea of climate change and Malcolm Turnbull doing a piss week effort of trying to do something about it but he did something yeah but the really interesting thing is a lot of the people that are voting this and believing this are people in rural areas it's like guys you are going through one of the worst (laughs) droughts ever let's acknowledge that that's an issue and do something about it I mean poor Julia Gillard must be sitting in her dressing gown (laughs) on the couch she's got a gorgeous partner next to her they've got a bag of mm-hmm. tim tams and <laughs> just real australian doing some her hair yeah. and they've got a bottle of sav blanc just yeah. going oh here this is better this than is netflix dull, yeah. Dull. yeah um because she i i mean i feel like julia Gillard could have been one of the best prime ministers Absolutely. we ever had she wasn't a good attacker but i don't yeah. want a politics system where we need a good attacker tony abbott was an incredible attacker mm. and tora de shreds when she actually was doing it i think an incredible she job i was so she was proud of australia job. when 
we had a female prime minister. Yeah, and I, I mean, thought, unfortunately, she came in because we had a leadership But I thought this is really progressive for us. It puts us on the same page as like yeah. Iceland and yeah. the other yeah. countries that have female prime ministers. And then I it just know, it really just feels shit. like Ryan Murphy is going to make a <laughs> American seven Horror episode. Story Australia. Jessica yeah. Lang is going to play. Yeah. We need RuPaul oh, to host like an All Stars version. Of it. <laughs> <laughs> We're bringing Shantae, him back. You stay. Uh, <laughs> we found Harold Holt. Yay! Here <laughs> oh my yeah, God. surprise. <laughs> What's Australia's obsession with like prime ministers and like fresh produce or like, oh, like onions and oh, the potatoes yeah. and like yeah. you probably don't get that in South Africa. Yeah, um, yeah we don't get food. <laughs> no, it's it's like this. It's such an awkward thing. I was like, what Business, with Malcolm Turnbull? Businessman like vegetable. Malcolm Turnbull <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. putting on a Nakubra and a dryer bone and heading out to the country and chomping <laughs> on a tomato. It's like, <laughs> oh, that's it's what so I cringy. did this weekend. Yeah, I know, <laughs> and I don't believe it. I don't, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It's just them hanging out with the people vegetables yeah. well Tony Abbott just likes of, eating raw onions and yeah, yeah. And just looks he like looks potato. like a potato I so with like Julia Gill I'd be like hang out your carrots it's <laughs> the straight <laughs> ter- the straight version of Malcolm Turnbull taking off his tie and taking Lucy down to Mardi Gras to have oh a few God. selfies taken in front yeah. of the parade like yeah. mm-hmm. that's how they connect to their gays and then the straights they want to see him eating fruits did anyone think that Abbott looked hot in his speedo <laughs> photo um no. you shut not the fuck up I have found a lot of weird stuff really People no, have talked to me about this all the time. No one wants that. Nobody. People, no I've seen that photo no. more times than I'd ever want no, to. No, I'm sorry. Because no. I think it's I like think the I magic. I think I John Howard in a speedo <laughs> Tony Abbott in a speedo. You guys know which photo I'm talking yeah, about. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's burned into my mind. Because yeah. Yeah. I think it's like a magic eye test thing. You know the ones where you can see it or <laughs> you can see it? Stare at for long enough and a spaceship appears. Yeah. Unfortunately, I saw it. Because there are <laughs> yeah. some women that swear by it and be like, no, this is an attractive man in this photo. I want to meet these women. I don't believe they exist. And I've slept with some fucking awful looking Uber drivers. And I still <laughs> do not find that photo attractive. Oh I'm bringing it up to show you all. Just, just as a reminder. Okay, we're going to analyze this photo. So, Luke, oh. I'm going to oh, zoom nah. in on his... Um, oh, oh, I don't have a touchscreen. <laughs> Sorry, everybody. Tom just attempted to use his MacBook as a touchscreen. I'm not very good know. at technology. <laughs> what I think Tony's got going on here is he's got a low-hanging ball sack. And I think he oh. thought that that would carry across as looking like he's well hung. In no. these photos He's not You can see to the right there A little knob I don't want to see to the right A little knob there. just yeah. there That's his dick I don't know why he thought That would be a good idea He was very brave to do it I'd love no, to see Julia Gillard In a bikini That's be happy to see that <laughs> So we were talking about divas a couple of weeks ago and our favourite divas and all that sort of thing. We've obviously had some sad news in the uh, diva world in the last week. The Queen of Soul, Aretha Franklin. The original diva. Yeah. At 76 years of age, which is very heartbreaking and obviously an amazing woman. We were talking about, we love Adele, Mikey and I especially love a diva that, you know, has a bit of sass and has a bit of um, personality and that sort of thing. There's very few people that have more personality than Aretha Franklin Absolutely. did. Absolutely, mm. I thought yeah. it was a joke. When like, she, when I she, woke, no, when I woke up the, in the morning and like yeah. I had got a message from my friend, and they were just like, "Oh my god, Aretha died." I was just like, "What? What are you talking about?" Googled it. I was like, "Oh, yeah." Like she ain't gonna die <laughs> no, that easy. What are you talking about? She, like, yeah. no. But, like she wasn't young. She was hospitalized, I think, maybe two, three days before. Yeah, I okay, so it was quite sudden. I do I love Aretha. My favorite thing about you, <laughs> Aretha. You were going to say Aretha. What is your favorite thing about your Aretha? Stop it. Oh, yeah, sorry. Bring down. Thinking about sex again. Yeah. 
is there's a YouTube video which is Aretha's shadiest moments. <gasps> oh, which is actually just her on different news programs, oh, not really? understanding how the satellite interview system works. Oh, no. <laughs> basically, oh, no. ignoring white people telling her that they love her. <laughs> yeah. and they'll be like, "Oh my God, Aretha, thank you so much. I love you." And she's like, "Sorry, hello." <laughs> Amazing. Is this Fox? Amazing. Um, but she's the kind of icon that I don't think we kind of have nowadays. No. no. Yeah. She was the original. She like paved the way. She made all. Didn't wasn't she the original wig snatcher? Oh, she pulled her wig off yeah. when she oh, was performing. Yeah. Oh and yeah, yeah, like, yeah. And then yeah, yeah. yeah. and now everyone in and now people are like wig snatched. Yeah, yeah. There are some great, <laughs> great performances. I think everyone should just spend an afternoon. Just I watching yeah, her I, yeah. I had a lovely uh, afternoon with a bottle of red wine and the dog just sort of listening and crying to a lot of her songs after. Is that different from a normal? <laughs> uh, <laughs> well, normally I bury my old school okay. demons. That yeah. was just. But yeah, that, that day is just Aretha, yeah. Aretha. That was a good yeah. one, Kyle. <laughs> no, we dedicated all day at work to Aretha, and so we just listened to it Aww. all day. It was great. I'm going to do that tomorrow. Yeah. yeah actually. Do it. it was That's really a good lovely. Friday. Just being a black woman at the time that mm-hmm. she was performing was being an activist. Mm-hmm. But a lot of the money that she was making at that time, she was giving to a lot of protest groups and things like that, which is also, really at that time, cool. really important. Mm-hmm. That, you know, no one was donating to these no. sorts of groups. It's not like now where you get sort of getting corporations and things like that, donating to gay yeah, rights yeah. groups. At that time, in the, in the 60s and 70s, there wasn't a lot of money for those people to try and organize their movements and things like that so being prominent and being recognized on a mainstream level and getting that money and then donating to them I think is a, yeah. a sort of a so nice amazing. yeah she's yeah. really fucking cool and also that thing at the Obama inauguration ah. yeah. there's a great video also of Aretha where some interviewers asking her about like the modern mm-hmm. pop divas that we have <laughs> yeah. and it's so good and they say what do you think of Adele and she's like great voice great singer great performer what do you think about Beyonce you know and she's like great voice Great producer, blah blah mm. blah. And they said, What do you think about Taylor Swift? And she's like, <gasps> Nice gowns. So oh, nice costumes. Amazing. 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 So, much amazing. so good. good and it's that level of like sass. poise and yeah. sass yeah. and that old school classy. Like, exactly. I'm going to have a dig at you by saying yeah. something very nice that, that is not shade. nice at all. Yeah. <laughs> the same way Tom and I compliment each exactly. other. Yeah. <laughs> and then when what anyone says about that new haircut, I like it. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm very peeved off this week. Oh. I'm super, super annoyed. Mikey's upset. I don't want Mikey to be upset. I love <laughs> no Mikey. No one wants that. <laughs> so the Therapeutic Goods Administration this week have put forward that they are planning to ban the substances that <gasps> make up poppers. Oh. <gasps> TGA. How dare you, sir? No, I haven't. How will people I, clean their leather? I'm, I'm going to have to go straight. I don't know how to have like, gay sex without poppers thing. or ammo, as we call it here. This is very homophobic. I'm um, not okay. <laughs> yeah, no, I did read about this. It is crap. I just feel like there's so many things that are destroying yeah. people's lives, and ammo is not one it's of them. It's not one. I know there was that one person that died when they drank really? a whole oh. bottle at a music festival, but. They drank it. Yeah, they drank a whole bottle. I mean, you put it in someone's very, butt, if, but like, know. if someone <laughs> drank it. No, yeah. You can put it up someone's butt accidentally. Like, they're fine. Well, they're probably like, alive in the UK. Somewhere. I'm very like, upset about this. We think. And I'm sad for that person to die. But also, like, if you drink enough Coca-Cola, you'll probably die. Like, exactly. just don't be an idiot. No, it literally says... 
warning. Leather cleaner. Death upon touching. <laughs> don't drink yeah. on the bottle. But mm. it's just like, why are you coming for us Does again? it say, don't like, use as lube on the bottle? Because I think it just should <laughs> say that. It's Thomas Jasper's clause. Yeah, yeah, forward, I, mean, I think they yeah. should do that. Why, what basis are they trying to ban it on? And why? I think it and came out of the person that died at the music festival, didn't or it? possibly, oh. yeah. Like, I'm not 100% why they're the coming many, for us. But <laughs> they're coming for, coming for us specifically. <laughs> well, you got I mean, real banshee we, on this. We won the marriage equality debate. Now Dutton yeah. is coming for us. Yeah. Yeah. Apple. <laughs> It's going to be Honestly, I mean, like, cigarettes kill people. Like, that kills people, but the government makes money off it, so they don't don't want to ban it, you know? No huge amounts about, like, ammo, but, like, is there... Like, there's side effects to it. It can do a bit of... Can it do, like, some, like, actual harm? If if you're, like, a crazy addict, like, just huffing that If you're doing it too much, too often, then it can do some a bit of brain damage and that sort of thing. If you're not getting a quality product, there are types of poppers out there that can do, like, physical damage. Like, they can give you, like, sight impairment and stuff. Stuff. It's down to your research. It's I think, fucking worth day. it. Yeah. I, I am fine with <laughs> that. I'm happy to be like a blind really? nuts old yeah. queen if I can enjoy your company. I don't company. have much experience there. I did it in someone's kitchen once because they were just like, you need experiences. So like, oh, you okay. did it in yeah. someone's kitchen once. Yeah, because once. it wasn't. We, yeah. Oh, you haven't fully no. experienced okay, the up. joys Wait of up. gay sex yet, though, <laughs> darling. Oh, okay. Oh my. But God. um, and then they were like, you just sniff it, like whatever. And I was like, okay. And I was like, oh, oh. And I was like, my face just feels hot. And then it was gone. And then that's all I remember. <laughs> like, yeah. I that's like, what it does. I mean, like, that's like, I was like, oh, is that all? Like, yeah, it's great. <laughs> Look, Amal is, oh. is a wonderful Yeah, let's thing. fight for this. I quite enjoy going out to a yeah. club and getting high and being... Oh, yeah, I, and you I always smell it at clubs when yeah. someone drops yeah. it and then it's just... <laughs> I decide that I'm the Amal fairy at a certain point yeah. in the night oh, yeah. and I go around just to people yeah, to, that look a bit sad. You know, you always see people standing on the side of the dance floor that look a bit yeah. sad. I like going up to them when I'm high and saying, hello, would you like a present? <laughs> and just sort of putting Amal under their nose and their eyes light up and yeah. they're like, oh, you thought of me. They light yeah. up. And it's, it's a cheap drug <laughs> because it. they're seeing stars because of the yeah, ammo. they're going blind. <laughs> like, um, yeah. And they're like, oh, you know, and you know, I'm not going to give them free cocaine or MDMA yeah. or alcohol or whatever I'm legally no. allowed to talk about on this podcast. But a little whiff of ammo doesn't cost me anything. No, that's exactly right. How long right. does a bottle of ammo last somewhere? Well, uh, me. Like, does it just um, disappear? About like, two and a half hours. But I mean, if yeah. you're not drinking it or putting it in someone's butt, If you're butt, keeping it in the fridge. So I actually did a bit of research on this recently when they announced that they're looking into mm. banning it. I was like, fuck, I want to stockpile it, but I don't. Yeah. So I went to Stephen Spencer, who, who I'm sure a lot of people that listen to this podcast know. I don't know if you guys know him. <laughs> no. He's a famous bottom. Uh, oh, he's, famous famous being, he's famous for being a bottom. That's what famous. he does. He, he does it very well. No, he's, no, just, he's just famous. He's a very, very good bottom. Granny Bingo, we do it at mm-hmm. Gay Times, the, the yeah. gay um, festival every year. Okay. And a tradition at Granny Bingo at yeah. Gay Times is the first ball of Granny Bingo gets pulled out of Stephen's ass. No. Yeah. Shut up. <laughs> it comes out of his ass. <laughs> <laughs> Um, the, la- the last one we did, it, it went straight out of his ass into my mouth uh, as dra- in drag. Oh, but wait. Anyway, so I was talking to him I about it. I can't tell when you're joking. I'm not joking. It's oh what we God. do. Yeah. You need to come to gay times. It's amazing. Um, <laughs> I asked Stephen when I heard this because I was like, fuck, I'm going to have to stockpile it. So, so you're just going to be walking around like a Powerade you... bottle of ammo. Like... <laughs> no, no, I mean, if the government's going to ban it, I need to know how much. I'm, I'm basically doing it like a doomsday prepping kind of thing. Yeah. 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 Okay. I've, got, yeah, I've built yeah, a garage yeah. at the back of the house you just to stockpile it. So he said, Said that it apparently only lasts top quality six months yeah. unopened. Yeah. Oh, so there's un- like unopened. an unopened. So I thought it would have lasted longer. An expiration date. Oh, yeah, yeah totally. But like, how Absolutely. do you tell if it's expired? Yeah, <laughs> put it in the fridge. Don't put it in the freezer. Put it in the fridge. Yeah. Unopened. It'll last six months. 
I thought it would have lasted longer unopened. But and then opened, you really shouldn't be using it after a couple of weeks. But I've found, you know, when you spill a bottle well, and you're yeah. like, hang on, I've got another, hang on, and yeah. you dig through your sock drawer and yeah, you find, yeah, that's yeah. it. Yeah. Like from what I read today, it was like no more than ever two months you should have it for. Like you should, yeah. Like, get and a fresh apparently, bottle. it does more damage to you after a while. Yeah, really? that's it. Like the like because it oxidizes right. and like it just doesn't sit very well. You know, you're onto a winner when they open up the fridge at their place and it's nothing but ammo and bottles of Powerade. Wait, you have to keep it refrigerated? White wine. Yeah, yeah you should keep it in the fridge. It's better you if you do keep it in the fridge, yeah. Oh, okay. um, yeah. I just remember from reading about this, people have been saying for ages that like masturbation will make you go blind and now they're saying ammo is going to make yeah. you go blind. I mean... It seems like the go-to with the conservative I d- I mean, is like... <laughs> there is a difference between religious beliefs and chemical <laughs> scientific but research. it's so but- like out there, the like medical proof of like actual doing I, I mean, blindness. Yeah, but how many animal. times have you done a whole lot of animal and your eyesight goes down oh, to like yeah, a yeah, pin? Yeah, tunnel vision. Yeah. <laughs> that happens oh, to really? me all the time though, but that's a whole nother <laughs> thing. <laughs> I feel like Good. we need to explain. There might be listeners that don't have. That yeah. don't know what. Uh, Mikey, you're about. an expert. <laughs> no, Put the animal down and explain. <laughs> <laughs> Well, amyl is this beautiful little liquid (laughs) that you can get. You sniff it and it sort of gives you like a head high for about 30 seconds. And what it actually does is it dilates the blood vessels in your body. So it's a muscle relaxer as well. So that's why so many gay people love to use it for bottoming because it relaxes everything so that they can enjoy sex comfortably. Yeah, Yeah. they can loosen. If you want to be as loose as Luke, then just (laughs) have a little bit of amyl. That's really worrying. I would be worried that certain bodily functions. Oh, darling, it's try it. This is your homework between homework. this week. Okay, everybody. Go yeah. home, home, see your gorgeous, muscly boyfriend, Duncan. Duncan, <laughs> I've got some new incense. <laughs> I'm just putting it in the oil burner. <laughs> wow, that is going to be an interesting night yeah. for the whole household. <laughs> like, if it's in an incense burner. Yeah. yeah. But, like, one other annoying thing that I found out reading up about it is that the TGA were also the same people that held off prep for yes. so long. Yeah. Okay. Like, even though the evidence was there that it was helping so much with look how, like i was angry when i read that at first i think where they were coming from is a lot of the stuff that they learn when they're studying mm. their profession is about the hiv epidemic i think that their fear came from and i don't agree with them making this decision making process yeah but their fear came from what if it's not as good as we're not told as it is yeah and we create a new hiv oh, epidemic right, by approving oh, okay. prep no, they should have looked into the research and realized that enough research has been done in the uk and and realized that it was fine but i think i, I assume that's where they were coming from in that yeah. decision making process how likely is it that ama will be banned because isn't it, it already I mean, sold under like the name or something else well, that's so, oh, okay. so here's what i know very when well when that just happened because there's certain like, government restrictions yes yeah. as someone that travels interstate to perform at gay bars regularly i can tell you how hard <laughs> it is to buy me. so it's at the moment state by state so oh, okay. victoria you can buy it fine it's, it's yeah, totally cool. fine not you, as was it is but under a different name you can buy amyl you can ask for amyl oh, in okay. victoria yeah not from what i've been told recently oh really yeah because where i used to buy it from from, they said to me as of next month, which was this was about two months oh, ago, okay. you have to specifically ask for leather cleaner. Leather cleaner. Oh. Get your Coles yeah, Mini of leather cleaner. Oh my god. Okay. Coles That's Mini leather cleaner. Coles Mini leather cleaner. 
collect yours now. I love talking in to New South Wales. It's for a long about- time been very strict that you oh, have okay. to um, request leather cleaner. It can't be yep. sold as amel or poppers yep, yep, or anything yep, like yep. that. And then I'm going to the sex shop on Oxford Street with a well-known Australian comedian because mm. yes. <laughs> <laughs> we were up there for Mardi Gras. And uh, we're like, oh, have you got any amel? He's like, oh, amel is it? There was another guy in the shop. Yeah. He's like, it is illegal to sell amel or poppers in the state of New South Wales. And I oh, could bro. report you to the police and you can't. And as the guy walked out of the yeah. shop, he goes, listen, guys, <laughs> come on. You just can't. You're going to ask for leather cleaner. And then he yeah, had this yeah. fridge at the back that he took us to with a padlock on it that he opened up and had all the ammo in there. I want to see some product reviews for people who think it's actually leather cleaner and be like, this yeah. is doing awful. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I wonder mean, like, if it works as a leather cleaner. Yeah, like, is it actually multi Like, what if you're, like, stuck at home and you really Well, I mean, because you don't want to get actual something. leather cleaner on your skin anyways. No. So. Mm. Yeah. Maybe. Have I? I don't know if I've told you the story about when I gave my mum Amel. Did what? I tell you? Shut what? up. <laughs> Did I not what tell you this mean? when we talked about Amel last time? Oh no. my God. Okay, so one of my first <laughs> big gigs, yeah. oh my like God. six years ago, I was doing, I did a stand up special with Joel Creasy and Nathan Velvo. Neither mm. of them were very big at the time either, at the Greyhound. And mm. we just pulled in favors from anyone famous that we knew and, yeah. and did a, a stand up comedy special as part of Midsummer at the Greyhound Hotel. Cool. And my mum was so proud. And she brought <laughs> All of her friends and all her family and that sort of stuff. And it was a huge night and went really well. After the show finished, it turned into Greyhound the Club. Yeah. And then it turned into apartments many years later. Yes, unfortunately. Um, so when it turned into the club, like, mum's drinking and she's like, I'm so... And she wore a tizziest dress. And she's like, oh, isn't he amazing? And she's going up to random drag queens that didn't even know there was a show on beforehand going, yeah. oh, did you? were you here to see Thomas? Isn't he wonderful? And, blah, blah, blah. and I had a little bit of coke and I thought, well, why not? I had the ammo out and I said, oh, mum, do you want to try ammo? And she goes, oh, yeah, okay. So we're standing in the smoking, the old smoking area outside yeah, yeah. and she had some amyl and she just went white as a sheet and fainted. <gasps> and I'm like, oh, like I've got like Joel and um, Fiona O'Loughlin and like oh my everyone from Big Brother, like all of these guests that we'd booked for the show standing around and she just, mum just fainted and I went down to pick her up. She like came to and I'm like, mum, are you okay? Like I'm, tears coming down my face. Are you okay? Yeah. She came to and I was like, oh my God, I tried to pick her up. I was like, you fell in a puddle. And she looks at me and she goes, I've pissed myself. <laughs> Oh. Does your mum listen to this? Is she going to kill no, you? No, I'm totally not allowed okay. to. Um, oh. Yeah, like she probably. Anyway, oh so God. yes, for people that haven't had a lot, because I said to her, just yeah. block one nostril and sniff until you can't sniff any harder. For people that haven't tried animal yeah. before, maybe just, just a slight whiff is yeah. enough. So don't yeah. go balls to the wall. Yeah, no. no. Okay. And uh, mum stopped drinking after that night. So oh, wow. <laughs> She's like that alcohol that changed has her such life. A- yeah, <laughs> still that's comes true. to all my gigs though. Bless oh, her. That's nice. Jeez. What I find interesting about this is, like, uh, especially with the PrEP connection, is amyl and poppers are kind of a uniquely gay drug. Yeah, predominantly. Um, predominantly. Yeah. But what I've noticed in recent times is the heterosexual community getting on board with yes. the poppers. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. With the poppers. And how do we all feel about that? Because... The more you the know. merrier. Are you kidding? <laughs> yeah. Mikey is like, just keep it. Who, like, love it. No, so like one of my work colleagues that has moved here from the UK, a couple of them actually that aren't here anymore, but like I remember going out with them a few nights and mm. I'd pull it out and they're just like, oh my God, is that poppers? And I was just like, <gasps> you know up, what yeah. poppers are? And they're just like, yes. And then all night it was okay. just us like, mm. So would straight people use it like sexually or they just, they no, just want to like do. their Because I'm like, who would, would I mean, the girl like, be or the guy be? Like, I don't. But even as a top using, 
Kissing poppers is really fun as well. Yeah, like yeah. it's this intense kind of. It's Absolutely. like getting that MDMA high, but just for thirty seconds yeah. without the condom. My friend uses it to study. I just study. <laughs> yeah, got it through fashion school. Just as like Far a little out. reward. Yeah. I feel like if we just gave the entire Australian government mm-hmm. a bottle of Amel right now, just they just relax. Would be sorted. Have a chill. They just chill out a little bit. Yeah. We wouldn't be firing people left, right, and centre. And just so I'm like nine to nine on the blood sex stories. Wow. One guy did have too much ammo no. while we were having sex, got a blood nose oh. and had a panic attack Why? and bled all over. Have you ever had oh sex where there was no blood involved? Never. Luke? Never. Blood is the best thing. <laughs> Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to Quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Plushcare.com slash weight loss. Uh, so we actually have a fan suggested topic for um, our episode today. Someone requested that we talk about our relationships with our parents in the context of us being gay and how, how we go with that. You're so, very yeah, I, close with your mother, aren't you? Uh, yeah, no, I'm really close yeah. with um, both my parents. They're separated since I was like really little and mm. they live overseas. My mom lives in the UK now. My dad lives back in South Africa. I would describe my relationship with my mom as really good. She is really supportive. Yeah, I think we've definitely come a long way. Like I remember from when I first came out, it was mm. really, I guess, a bit awkward as obviously it would be with a lot of people. But um, mm. I've, I've seen she's uploaded like things on Instagram and she'll be at like gay rallies in the UK, like at Pride marches and everything. That's amazing. I was like, I, I don't even go to Pride marches. She comes <laughs> for people on Instagram yeah. as oh, well. So my story, right? yeah, on Instagram, I think it was last year, I went to a glitter party in March or something and I did glitter beard for it. I uploaded a photo and I think because it was during Mardi Gras or something. I don't know. It for some reason went viral. Oh, for some and reason. For some reason. Okay. And Just, but like it went like crazy. Because you're a hot guy covering yeah. glitter. Yeah. Oh, this, <laughs> <laughs> this photo for some reason, like my phone blew up for literally like three days straight. I don't know what was going on. There were heaps of comments and everything. And then I remember waking up in the one morning and I just seeing that so-and-so tagged my mom's Instagram. My mom tagged this Instagram. My mom's Italian, by the way. They're writing in Italian. I was like, oh, what's what's going on yeah, here? Yeah. So just, you know, chuck up the old um, Google Translate. And this guy has said to me, he's like, oh, you're like, you're a fucking faggot saying all these awful things to me. And my mom has gone full mama bear on him. Oh, and she's been like, like hard God. She's like, you ugly piece of shit. Like yeah. as if a mother could ever love your ugly fucking face. Oh. And like 
going ham on oh. him and I've never been so proud yeah. of my What's mum's name? Patrizia. Oh, Patrizia. Oh, we, we love, love you, Patrizia. I told her not to listen to this, but I feel like she secretly... <laughs> yeah, yeah, so. Hello, yeah. Patrizia. I'm coming over to the UK soon. I'll say hello. Yeah, she's... she's also, your, your other son's really hot. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that was the coolest thing. I remember posting it as my story. I'm like, this is my mum and she will yeah. bless. You if you're Italian and bad mouth. I've always had less contact with my dad. I've always lived with my mum and my brother. And dad's always lived further away, like in a different state. He now has moved back to South Africa quite a few years ago. It's a bit of maybe like a taboo subject. He's very accepting and he's very spiritual and that way connected. And he's always told me he's always wanted to be with me the way his father wasn't with him. And he's very encouraging like that. And that's really good. And I have a really good relationship with him. But I feel like I haven't had enough contact with him for me to feel comfortable yeah. being gay in front of him, like openly. Mm-hmm. Like it'll be, oh, how's your boyfriend? Cool. And then we'll just move on. Yeah. It won't be like an in-depth kind of thing. Like yeah, I love my a- dad a lot. And I would never want to like disappoint him. Oh. I always get worried that I'm not the son son that he pictured me to be because I'm my dad's Mm. only son. My brother and I, we have different dads. I always worry about that, that I'm not enough like him. And I know he would say different. I I get worried that I'm not mask enough or like blokey enough for him. Yeah. 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 Well, darling, you're really cool. (laughs) It's very (laughs) sweet. And also, you you don't want to be measuring yourself against him yeah. in he would degrees say of masculine, yeah. masculinity mm. and stuff. Like, that's not how you should be comparing like, yourself to him. I have this, I get in my head about it. If he's an I awesome don't person, be, you're an awesome person, so you match yeah, each other. Yeah. I'm your daddy and I'm proud of you. <laughs> Thank you. I think the thing, too, with, like, masculine, older, yeah. heterosexual men mm-hmm. from that yeah. generation as well yeah. struggle with emotions yeah. and expressing them as well mm-hmm. and oftentimes they have the exact same feelings towards their sons despite all the differences that we have but it's even harder for them because they have none of the tools to express it and they often go their whole lives mm-hmm. without fully expressing to their children yeah. Yeah. how much they love them and appreciate them for yeah. who they are and it's not their fault because they never got told these yeah. Yeah. these things they, they actually got really told the opposite taught, yeah. and that's something to keep in mind when we're having these conversations about like oh white cis middle-aged men are all pigs and stuff like that and and yes a lot mm. of them can behave like yeah. that in the political or social yeah. context it is worth keeping in mind if you want to progress the conversation yeah. that they were yeah. taught that they are the be all and end yeah. all of society and, yeah. and yeah. if you want to take it anywhere keep that in mind what about you mikey I have a lovely relationship with my parents. Um, my mom is my absolute everything. I'm so excited to meet your mom. I love her. She's, She's this beautiful five foot five Maori woman <laughs> who is the most amazing person in my life. Like she has fought tooth and nail for everything with my family. Mm. She doesn't put up with shit from anyone. It doesn't matter who you are. Like if you're on the wrong, she'll tell you. <laughs> um, but no, like I was fortunate enough to have a very supportive family that I I came out very young. I was 14. Oh. It was quite funny, actually. when I Because I came out to my younger sister, who I'm quite close with, first. Yeah. And she was just like, yep, I knew it. I knew it. I'm so glad that you finally know it. And I was just like, okay, She cool. knew before you. Yeah. And I was like, what do you think mom's going to say? She's like, no, no, it's fine. It's fine. And so when I went to come out to my mom, it was just her and I in the lounge room one night watching TV. And I was like, okay, all right, I'm going to do it. And I've turned around to say, mom. And she's like, I'm having an asthma attack. Oh, oh that's like get your dad. Oh. Yeah, so she went to hospital that night. You're uh, like, I can never tell her. <laughs> I will kill my mom. <laughs> Just like Tom tried to kill his mom. You, like, 
And so my sister came with me a few days later to the oh hospital to take mum clothes and I told her then. And I was like, oh, look, mum, I tried to tell you something the other night. Like, I'm gay. And she's like, <laughs> no, you're not. And I was like, what? Yes, I am. And she's like, nah. And I was just like, yes, I am. What are you talking about? <laughs> Don't fight she's, me. Like, she's like, have I not had enough problems? <laughs> she was like, what makes you think you're gay? And I was like, because I've done a lot more with boys than I ever will with girls. You're like, I have photos. Like, <laughs> she's like, yeah, I know. I've always known. And oh. then, yeah, I came out to my whole family and they're just like, yeah, so. And I was oh, just like, oh, thanks, nice. guys. That's a good response. Like, my mum was great about it. My stepdad was great about it. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, my, my birth dad, he wasn't around for about 15 years. He served in the Navy. And so we had zero contact from him whatsoever. And then when he came back in the picture, it was very sudden. And, like, he added me on Facebook and I was just like, oh, hang Whoa. on a second. That's a lot. Like, I haven't spoken to you in 15 years. This is a weird thing. I think it was, like, 2021. He was just like, let's catch up. And I was terrified. Yeah. Because, like, he was in the Navy. Like, he served for 15 years. I had no idea who he was as a person. Mm-hmm. And I was like, shit, am I not going to be what he wants as a son? Because I'm his oldest son. Like, I have eight siblings. I have two older siblings. And then the rest That's are younger insane. than me. But for the middle four to our dad, I'm the oldest and the firstborn grandchild on his side of the family. And I had had no contact with his side of the family either. And so, like, that first meeting was the most anxiety-ridden I've been in my life that I was just like, shit, like, is this going to go down okay? Fortunately, it did. Like, it was completely fine. He knew that I was gay and he was 100% accepting of it, which is great. So he knew from the get, you didn't have to like come out to him again. Like, it was was something that was like established from your meeting. He added me on Facebook. He'd seen all my social media. Like, he'd seen everything because, like, I didn't hold back. I still don't hold back on anything that I post. Mm And yeah, it was completely fine with it. And like, we don't have the best relationship now. Like, we're not the closest of people. I yeah. think my stepdad is definitely like my father. He's the one that raised me. He was the one that was there for everything. Yeah. But it's it's an okay relationship. It's all yeah. right. I mean, it, it could I think be there's much a lot worse. worse out there, That's definitely. It. No, I've been very fortunate that I've had a very supporting family. That's amazing. Yeah. How do they feel about you doing drag? They love it. That's so Honestly, cool. they love it so much. My mum's best friend said to me when I started doing drag, she's like, you know what? I always knew you were going to do this. And I was mm-hmm. like, what do you mean? <laughs> like, Bitch. And she was like, you were children. Like, because her kids and us, we all grew up together and they had a play box full of costumes. I would always go for the dresses. Yeah. And she only told me about a year ago that she would specifically go out and buy dresses in my size <gasps> that I could That's wear. That's such a good story. Like, and I was like, That's what do beautiful. you mean? And she's That's just so like, cool. because I knew you wanted to wear them and you that got is so cool. and like you loved doing it and you loved doing performances at home and so like i just thought i'll just get sizes for you oh, that's so accommodating like, oh that's so amazing so no i've been very very fortunate that's thankfully. really great yeah it's such a good story oh thanks oh, <laughs> my family i guess have been about as supportive as you can be of me of you yeah, yeah. yeah. They got other issues. In a number of ways. Like, I come from a very dysfunctional family. My brother's a meth addict that lives in the backyard. My mother is, like, an extremely traditional Catholic Filipino woman in her 70s. My father is a 70-year-old retired woodworker, so very mask for mask. Um, (laughs) Probably not. 
I think through it all, we kind of figured out a mutual respect for each other and an understanding that I come from a family of introverts, of, you know, five introverted, independent, stubborn Mm. people. And we all must have got it from each other. But my dad is probably the one I've got the best relationship, surprisingly, because he is from that generation of white, cis, straight men who don't express their feelings. But in his retirement, somehow became a fan of dealing in antiques. He just loves buying antiques, selling antiques, going to auction houses. And, you know, antiques are our fucking shit. Like, gay Mm. people were all on that. Yeah, they really are. So suddenly he was a bigger part of the gay community than I was because he was going to antique stores. He was buying them off. (laughs) And when they said partners, he always thought business partners. (laughs) And he'd be like, oh, John and Bob are coming around. Yeah, they're partners. They've got a lovely bureau they're going to sell to me. It's really funny because it's his only context for being gay. Are these kind of like older, quite well-off white gay men. And so whenever I come to him and be like, oh, you know, someone's dumped me again because I threw up in there. Mm. You know, whatever. (laughs) He'll be like, oh, whatever you do, don't sell the Rembrandts. Don't sell any of your stuff because I get it off you guys. You are so dramatic. <laughs> you sell everything as soon as you... Like, Bless. he's only got a very yeah. specific point of view on the gay experience. But it's the only other thing is, like, unfortunately, my sister, who is three years older than me, is probably the only person in my family that's, like, not okay with it. Yeah. We basically haven't spoken in, I think, two years. Oh, yeah. Yeah. She's got two kids. I haven't met yeah. my nephew. Mm-hmm. Yet, it was really weird. It all happened around the childbirth kind of thing. She was very Mm -hmm. supportive Mm -hmm. when I first came out. But something sort of changed when she had her first child. And yeah, had a conversation just that I was not an appropriate person to be around her children. In it, like I admit, in a number of ways. (laughs) I mean, I agree, but not for that reason. And and so it's a bit of a shame because I'd I'd I think I'd be a sick uncle, yeah. like a, a fully sick uncle, gunkle, a gunkle. In this game of yeah. being gay, you win some, yeah. you lose some, and yeah, we've all got thick skin. Yeah. Mm. So um, so I I've always been incredibly camp, mm-hmm. and I've always loved camp shit. I walked, talked, danced, everything quite gay, and was bullied as long as I can remember for being yeah. gay. Bef- well before I knew what the term gay meant, I remember all through primary school being beaten and that sort of stuff for being yeah. gay and stuff like that. And my mother is an incredibly strong woman physically and <laughs> mentally, like six foot two, built yeah, like a brick yeah. shit house Jesus. and just the best person, like cares for everyone. She's an um, intensive care nurse, has worked in, in health her whole life. She said to me um, when I <laughs> was old enough to get it, she said, um, I was always so pleased when I had three boys because I am such a tomboy and I was so scared yeah. about having to sew costumes for dancing lessons or whatever. <laughs> You're like, <laughs> I've got I, news for you. When lady. I was like <laughs> nine, I asked if I could start doing dancing lessons she's and like, she fuck. freaked out and she had to get her friend to help her sew oh. these things because she's got two thumbs. And- anyway, so my mother has always been incredibly supportive of me. As I got older, I started to realise what the gay thing was in year seven, year seven school camp, year seven, in Victoria being the first year of high school it, the bullying so got so bad I tried to commit suicide yeah. on school camp um, just because it was constant torment yeah, yeah it was really fucking awful um, the school obviously had to call my mum and all that sort of stuff and I just begged mum not to tell my dad because I didn't want him to um be sad that I was gay. My dad is not an aggressive man. He's he's five foot squat and quiet and mm-hmm. and um 
polite and all that sort of stuff and would never use a word like faggot or anything like that. Mm-hmm. But I just knew that, that he was not comfortable around gay people and stuff. Yeah. So his background is that um, he's the son of an illegal immigrant from Holland just post-World War II and uh, his mother was an incredibly Catholic orphan raised by the Catholic yeah. nuns. So he was raised in a very religious, very big, very poor family in the outer suburbs where he was one of nine. And he was just raised to believe that being gay was, was bad. So mom obviously worked it out in year seven when I when that happened yeah. and I tried to commit suicide. And um, through high school, it was just awful, like, coming home in tears every day, uniform ripped to shreds, that sort of shit. Um, And I always asked mum to help cover it up. Um, Eventually, I think when I was 17, 18, I had this best friend that would come around and stay all the time, who was straight, and I was in love with him. But um, mum, one day, because I just told her I'd started smoking, and (laughs) and so mum and I are having a ciggy out the back of the house, and mum goes, so... um, Dad said that he thinks that Jordan might be your boyfriend. And I said, oh, he's not. But um, for what it's worth, I yeah. wish he was. Yeah. She goes, yeah, I thought so. <laughs> and that was, that was me coming out to that mom. That was you coming out. <laughs> yeah. Oh. So then I told dad, because I, once I'd made it official, I didn't want dad to feel held back. And I said to him, look, I'm, I'm gay. And uh, he said, look, I have a problem with it, but it's a problem that I've been taught to have. Yeah. And I love you so much. And I don't want to have this problem. So I'm going to work on it. Um, and then there was a few yeah. years there where like, oh. I would have to watch my language, but I would also yeah, be yeah. trying to make it That's clear really that, that stuff. And that. now yeah. he is fucking amazing. And I've oh, never yeah. been prouder of anyone than him because he, he now comes to all my drag shows. He came to the marriage equality marches. Amazing. He um, so has good. had fights with guys at the pub about marriage equality oh, and that sort wow. of stuff and really just realised like if I care about religion or if I care about anything I care about my children more than I do about yeah. that and yeah. um, and the nicest story and I'll be very quick because I know we're running out of time <laughs> on the podcast but um, when I was in primary school and was quite a loner there was an ad on TV and it was for Priscilla Queen of the Desert Amazing. and it was the first time that they were I think I told you this yeah, Mikey, yeah, yeah. it was the first time that they were ever showing Priscilla Queen of the Desert on television oh. and I saw the previews for it and mm. I didn't know what gay was at the time I didn't know what drag queens were but I saw like Guy Pierce, Terrence Stamp mm-hmm. Hugo Weaving in dresses miming yeah. songs in Beautiful. this ad and I was like please can I stay up and watch this and I was like no 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 you can't and I was like well please tape it and I put post-it notes around the house <laughs> saying don't forget to tape this show at this time blah, blah, blah. and he taped it and I raced yeah. home from school the next day and I watched it back to back three times and I watched it every night for weeks and I probably watched it once a month throughout the rest of primary school and high school and then when I had come out for my 18th birthday my grandma got me a $40 JB Hi-Fi voucher yeah. <laughs> and I raced to JB Hi-Fi and bought the DVD <laughs> and I put the DVD on and I pressed play and there was this scene in Priscilla and it's the scene where <gasps> yeah. Guy Pierce gets beaten up in Cooper PD because he's in drag <laughs> and when I used to have the <laughs> sorry, I oh seen my it. god you yeah. haven't seen it no, no. We're going to have it. Okay, yeah. let's have a movie night. Yeah. yeah. So there's Live this scene tweet. in the movie where Guy <laughs> Pierce is in Dragon Cooper PD and yeah. he gets bashed up by the local gays. Mm-hmm. In the VHS version that Dad had taped for me that I watched a million times throughout yeah. primary school and high yeah. school, when it got to that scene, it used to jump to yes. a commercial break. And I just thought that, you know, the That's guys yelled at him and that yeah, was the yeah. end of the scene. When I watched the DVD, there was this entire yeah. scene in there where um, the guys bash mm-hmm. the shit out of him and, and yeah. Terrence Stamp has to have a conversation with him and talk him up and that sort of stuff. Having had come out to dad by the time I saw the DVD, I called my dad about it and I was like, oh, you know that VHS we had? There's this whole scene. He said, yeah, look, I knew, I knew, I didn't want to know, but I knew that you were gay. And when I was recording for you yeah. and I was watching it while I was recording it, I didn't want you thinking that that's what your life would yeah. be like when you come out. So I taped over that bit oh so God. that you wouldn't 
be scared to come out even you're years gonna make before. me cry i know, I know. <laughs> oh my god anyway, but yeah. yeah so um and i now have an incredible relationship with my dad oh, and i'm so proud really of him cool. for being able to recognize that religion is yeah. is yeah. not the be all and end yeah, all yeah, and totally. he's a great guy that's yeah. so good. Yeah. You know what's interesting about Priscilla the Queen of the Desert now? If when they do screen it on TV, they actually do cut that scene. Right. Mm. Yeah. They do not show it anymore because it is such an interesting Are you thinking of that scene or the scene with the the uncle in the bathtub? No, no, no. It's that specific oh, scene. I know they cut the uncle in the bathtub. Yeah, they would have yeah, cut that right. as well. But yeah, oh, for general viewing, they don't show it on mm. Friday TV anymore. Oh wow. Yeah. Do you know what's also interesting about Priscilla? I remember with my father mm. watching Memento, the Guy Pierce. Mm. But I was watching that with my high school buddy and my dad came into the room and saw me watching that and his only point of reference for Guy Pierce was Priscilla Queen in the oh, Desert. Yeah. And he yelled out to me and my mate and said, Are you boys watching that Poofta movie? Oh. And I remember turning around and saying, no, Dad, it's an art house film called Memento about the preciousness of memories. So, Thank yes. You so yes, we are. <laughs> and I realized, yes, I am watching yes, that you are. film oh with my, my dad. Wow. Here's my um, thought about how the gay community helps the rest of the world, especially the Australian gay community helps the rest of the world for the end of our podcast. Did you know that when September 11th happened, because obviously it was a fir- one of the first things to be streamed live oh, yeah. around was, the world, yeah. oh, every TV station around the world scrapped to reschedule so when something like that happens TV stations don't yeah. put on anything aggressive or violent or yeah. action films oh, and stuff like that. Yeah. so every TV station around the world scrambled to reprogram their Friday night movies and that sort of stuff and Priscilla Queen of the Desert was the most shown movie the day after September 11th yeah. because mm. the story about three drag queens travelling through Australia was yeah. such a with an uplifting ending yeah, yeah. was such a beautiful contrast to mm. what was happening in New York at the yeah. time that, oh, that's um, pretty cool, they went yeah. with that which I just think is a really nice thought yeah. that's really yeah. cool Great, that's a wrap for today. Thank you so much for listening, everybody. Uh, Tuning into the Gays Are Revolting. You're welcome. (laughs) Remember to follow us on social media at Gays Revolting on Instagram. Um, We have a Facebook page. We also have a group. Um, So someone sent us a question tonight, and you can do the same. Yes, send in your topics that you'd like to hear us talk about. Yeah, and we post videos in there and pictures of Carl naked. Yeah, (laughs) that's only fans. You're getting all the content people want. (laughs) Of course, if you have friends, you know, friends that you think might benefit. From listening to this, or enemies or that if you, you have would friends. like to force to listen to this, <laughs> please do tell them to uh, have a listen to our little podcast and share it with them. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, it's so nice to see you guys. We like covered again. a lot tonight. We did a lot. Oh, we went to all corners. Yeah, like, all the corners. Yes. Thanks for listening, wow. everybody. We'll see you next week. Thank you. Thank you. Bye. Bye. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan, crusted chicken, or garlic, butter, shrimp, scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.